right now, Southwest Airlines is an absolute disaster zone. The last few days have probably been the worst meltdown for an airline, maybe in history. Just a complete failure of the airline. We're going to talk about it next. Hello, everybody. My name is John Dornoff, and I'm the host of the Trouble Fun and Adventure podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about traveling, whether you're traveling as a family with kids, whether you're traveling with a pet, maybe both, or you're traveling as an empty nester couple. We're here to give you helpful tips, give you best reviews, give you all the information so that you can plan a fantastic trip. We give you reviews and all kinds of fun stuff. Unfortunately, today is not really going to be a really fun episode. I wish it could. In fact, this is supposed to be the one-year anniversary episode. The day after this goes live, it will be the one-year anniversary of this podcast actually getting started. So we were. I was planning to have a fun-filled episode Kind of go over some of the trips that, you know, back then looked like utter disasters. But, you know, some things you just have to talk, laugh about now. Or maybe some you can learn lessons from. But instead today, we're talking about really bad. And that is, I mean, how do you respond to it? I mean, it is a complete disaster. To give you an example of how bad the situation is. Now, if you've been flying, supposed to be flying Southwest this week, you know how bad it was. It's been horrendous. However, if you've not been flying Southwest and haven't been hearing all the news, let me give you a picture of how bad the situation is. On Monday, 76%. That's right, 76%. Of all Southwest flights were canceled. The remaining 19% of the, the um, of that, then there was 19% that were delayed very seriously. That means only 10% of their flights arrived on time. Now you may say, well, that, you know, there were storms and stuff. Situation's not much better. On Wednesday, Southwest canceled another. of its flights, and then on Thursday, 58% of their flights were canceled. Now, to give you an example, the nearest one on Wednesday closest to Southwest was China Eastern Airlines, which canceled 32% of their flights. And remember, China is only reopening next month. I believe it's the 8th. But right now, they're still canceling a lot of flights because they're just not open right now. Air China canceled 16% of their flights, mostly to China. And it's the same situation on Thursday. 34% of all China Eastern flights were canceled. They're one of the big Chinese scheduled airlines. Air China canceled 12%. And Shenzhen Airlines, which is another big Chinese carrier, canceled 13% of their flights. So you can see how bad the situation is for Southwest. But the question is, where? how did we get here? Why is it so bad? 
now the chief executive officer of Southwest Airlines, painted a picture that basically said the reason we had such a meltdown was because of the weather. The weather caused all these delays. And yes, we know there was some a pretty bad storm that went across the United States. However, it did not affect all of Southwest Territory, but it has affected the entire airline. Now, most of the, in fact, every other carrier is back up and running pretty close to normal. In fact, American Delta United are adding extra flights to try to help some of the Southwest passengers who have been stranded. Now, of course, they're looking to make money on those flights, but you also have to give them credit. They're also holding the line on pricing. Now, of course, you know, walk-up pricing is going to be pretty expensive, but the fact is that they're holding the line on pricing. They could really surge the prices, gouge people, but they're not. So I'm going to give the legacy carriers, which usually don't get a lot of love, some credit that the fact that they're taking care of people in such bad times. And there's only so much they can do. I mean, the other airlines do not have a bunch of planes sitting around. If they did, they wouldn't be in business because you don't sit, you know, you don't make money when planes sit. Although Southwest, of course, has a lot of planes sitting right now. So, of course, the weather played a situation. But that doesn't explain the fact that the weather passed us. I'm here in Iowa. The weather passed us back on, what was it, Thursday? Thursday, the worst of it was over. Friday was better. And Saturday and Sunday, we were fine. They should be getting back to normal. One response Southwest did in Denver was to create a state, um, call for a state of emergency. And this may have caused more bad publicity for Southwest than they thought they were going to get. Let me give you an example of what they said in this state of emergency. Due to the emergency, we will direct employees alleging illness to provide a doctor's note on the first day to return to work when the doctor that the doctor has seen them and the employee was unable to work on the dates he claimed the illness. The only exception would be for previously family medical leave. Failure to comply will basically result in termination. Given the emergency, we need to have a heightened verification of illness so um, telemedicine or telehealth doctor notes will not be accepted to excuse an absence or illness. So if you're really sick, you're supposed to go to the doctor and not even try to do it online. Number two, due to the emergency, the company will deny requests for a reported personal absence. Agents will be directed to work the regular shift. Failure to comply will be concerning a subordination will result in termination. Due to the emergency, Lack of um, names in the overtime book, call book existed, and lack of volunteers, we will use mandatory overtime regardless of employee status. If an employee refuses to work mandatory overtime, value to comply with consider insubordination and will result in termination. Number four, due to the emergency, shift trades, which were turned in less than 12 hours prior to the start of this, um, starting time of the first intended trade, will be denied. If exceptions will be Next discretion is outlined, blah, blah, blah. The operational emergency will remain in effect until it's lifted by memo by me advising of the same. This is not the type of communication any leader wants to issue, but it's necessary to get our agents back on track, serve our customers. Now, that was from 
the vice president of ground operations, Chris Johnson. Yeah, you may have had a serious situation, but did they're creating a state of emergency just make it worse? I mean, telling people they have to call, you know, see a doctor to call if they call in sick might be a little reasonable, but tell them they, they can't use telemedicine or telemark, you know, online can go get it's getting pretty severe. And the fact is, all those requests basically. Anything they do is going to result in termination. If you don't work your mandatory overtime that you're told to work, you're going to get terminated. That's pretty severe. What if you're one of those employees? How would you feel about Southwest right now? You consider the fact all the other airlines desperately need additional people? How many of them are going to be willing to look somewhere else for a job? So it's going to be interesting to see the long-term trend. We're here more to look at how this affects you as the customer. One thing I will give Southwest credit for always is their policies as far as refunds and cancellate, you know, if cancellations or refunds, they are good at refunding your money. Not like the not like the legacy carriers like American where you get a flight credit and you can't do anything about it online. You actually have to call in, make a new reservation, which I'm in that situation right now. And, of course, they have six-hour phone delays, which brings us to the next point about how all this happened. Remember me telling you back when Frontier announced that they were cutting out their phone cords that when something bad happens, there's going to be disaster because they don't have that source of information to their customers? Well, Southwest is in a very interesting position because Southwest is about 20, apparently, this is all coming out since the meltdown, 20 years behind the times. Guess how their employees know their assignments? Do they, you know, look online and look and see, okay, I'm on this shift at this time, I need to be on this place? No, they actually have to call in to get their assignments, like flight attendants. They have to call in to find out what fight they're going to be working. Now think about it. They call in to the same phone center that the customers call into. So needless to say, the phone system has been basically dead. They have calls have not been getting through because the employees can't get through, the customers can't get through on the phones. And the employees have to call to get their assignments. In addition to being severely out of date with that, I mean, don't most places do it electronically now? You would think. But apparently, something else that's also come out of all this is that Southwest's computer reservation system is 20 years out of date. It hasn't been upgraded in 20 years. This reminds me of a certain company that in 2010 was still using a DOS base computer software system for their cash cash office. That company was called Kmart. You know, the company that's down to from being the number one, them and Sears being the number one retailer to there now being three surviving Kmart stores and 20, well, down to 20 or 21 Sears stores left in the country. Yeah, you know, that company, Kmart was using DOS-based computers in 2010. It's not much better. I mean, you think about the 
what kind of computer you were using in 2000. We were dealing with, you know, we just got over the whole Y2K thing that, you know, was going to bring all the computers down. And a lot of people were switching over to Windows ME. Remember that? Or Windows 2000? Or, well, here we are. They're using computers from that time period. So, of course, computer reservation systems have really advanced in the last... No wonder they don't assign seats. Their system probably doesn't know how, wouldn't know how to do it in the first place. And if that is not enough bad publicity for the airline... Today in Nashville, apparently there was a major incident involving the police. Apparently a bunch of passengers were trying to get new flight assignments. Nashville wasn't affected that bad by the storms. In fact, you think about our Southwest flies. It's a lot through places like Las Vegas, Austin. That's where majority of flight flies. Majority of flights fly in areas that weren't affected by the storm. So tells you how bad things are. But in Nashville, there was an incident of people trying to get new flights. As a result, the police were called and basically were told, and the police basically told the passengers that you are trespassing, you no longer have valid tickets, get out of here or I'm going to start arresting people. So yes, this whole video went viral. In fact, I guess there was an attorney as one of the passengers who asked, okay, give me the, quote me, the code that says that we have to leave, we can't wait to get a, you know, talk to a customer service rep, and the police officer couldn't actually quote the code at all and told the guy to shut up and leave. Probably what happened was some of the passengers got unruly. It was bound to happen. Unfortunately, then they take it out on the nearest person available, which is the poor person working behind the desk at the counter. They have no control over what's happening. They There's nothing they can do except try to help you as much as they can. I feel sorry for them. They work hard, and they're basically put with a bunch of angry customers, and the upper levels of management are doing nothing to help them. So I don't know if somebody got angry and got threatening. They called the police, and this turned out. Southwest gets another black eye. The last thing they needed this week was another black eye, and now they have one because of what the incident in Nashville. And right now it looks like it's going to be through the weekend before Southwest even gets their act together. Don't forget, not only do the employees have to call in to get their assignments, but now all the Southwest employees, a lot of Southwest Flight crews are in the wrong spaces. So they're having to fly the flight crews to where they need to be. So those are taking up flight spots that regular passengers can fly. So they're losing. Regular passengers can't get on the flights because they got so many people, you know, so many Southwest employees trying to get to where they need to be. And once again, the CEO, Bob Jordan, basically says, it comes from the record cold temperatures and we're hit, we have people out of position in dozens of locations. Now, Mr. Jordan has said that he is going to take full responsibility for the problems. Unfortunately, most people don't have much, don't believe much what a CEO says. Be interesting to see what happens. 
that from what the people are saying on the ground, the ones, the everyday people, the storm was just the straw that broke the camel's back. That this was a disaster just waiting to happen. And because of the technology being backwards and the weather and everything else, everything collapsed. It's not clear right now how long it's going to take for Southwest to get back to normal. It might take, I mean, they got so many planes, so many crews in bad, in the wrong positions. One um, analyst said it's the worst round of cancellations for any single airline in his career. That's saying something. 20-year career, never seen this many cancellations. And, you know, we've seen meltdowns with airlines like Spirit Airlines, but Southwest carries a heck of a lot more passengers. They cover a heck of a lot more places. They have a heck of a lot more flights. Hopefully, they will get things up and going for, you know, the good of their airline. Hopefully, Bob Bob Jordan will take a good look at what exactly happened and make productive changes. In other words, that means not just firing a bunch of employees. The problem Southwest is having right now is a lot of their experienced crews retired during COVID because they were being pushed out the door. People thought that, you know, COVID was going to last forever. Now, I know I was wrong when it came to COVID. I did not think the COVID situation would last as long as it did. I thought we would be back to normal faster than we were. I was wrong there, and I'll fully admit it. I wish I was right because things have been a lot better. But those things happen. But it wasn't also the doom and gloom that everybody thought it was going to be either. I mean, they were saying it was going to take years before we were going to return to normal. Well, guess what? If you look at the flight numbers for the Christmas season, they're back to normal. Situation then with Southwest is that 20% of their employees are newly hired. They've hired, had to hire that many new employees who are not experienced. So they're training new employees, and they've lost a lot of knowledge. They lost the experienced people. They went away. They took off, went to greener pastures. They know they have a lot of, they had a big brain drain. Look, I hope Southwest gets attacked together. I hope that Bob Jordan is going to take, you know, serious action toward taking care of the his people. And I hope this um, Chris Johnson learns a little tact. I know you were in bad situation, but that is not how you respond to employees. So there's a lot of fault to go around. As I said, I hope everything gets back together. So if you're one of those people, you end up this kind of situation. The best thing you do is remain calm. Always have, you know, a backup plan. I know you don't think about it, but whenever I travel, we always have backup plans. It doesn't always necessarily going to work. But if you at least have the idea that if something goes wrong, where can I go? What can I do? And here's what also comes with budgeting. If you cannot get home on the plane you're supposed to and need to fly another airline, that could be expensive. That should be part of your budget. Emergency fund for your, you know, basically for your trip if something goes wrong. So this is a little shorter episode. I'm sorry it was so depressing. I wish it wasn't. 
But I thought it was something that needs to be talked about because you as the flyer, you as the passenger, you as the traveler, unfortunately, these things are going to happen. Now, hopefully, it will never happen again to this level of problems, but they are going to happen. And how you re- if you react to the situation, et cetera, it's going to be bad. If you respond, which means being positive, I know it's hard to be positive. Things are going to happen. And in fact, next week, when I do the one-year anniversary show, I'm going to talk about some of the things that have happened to me in my life, in my years of traveling, and how things worked out. Every one of them, they worked out. I hope you have a good week. I hope that if you're flying, that right now you're unfortunately not flying Southwest. I hope Southwest gets its act together. Be sure to join us on our you know, Facebook group, Travel Fun and Adventure. They can discuss this issue, discuss what happened with Southwest, discuss other problems, discuss what your plans are for 2023. Where do you plan to travel in the next year? I'm traveling. I'm going to be in Europe in April, traveling to Zurich. I'm going to be traveling to Canary Islands. Actually, this will be my first experience in travel to the Canary Islands with my daughter and my wife because it's my daughter's graduation from high school. And it's also my wife and I's 25th anniversary. So we're going to have a special celebration. And then we're hoping to be able to fly and either fly or drive the pit to visit her family for Christmas. Since my family's pretty spread out, my parents are gone, and my brothers and sisters are all over the place. It's kind of hard to visit them all at once. So, and we have a good time visiting my wife's family. The biggest, and there's a decision whether we're going to drive or fly. Now, if we hit a storm like we this one this year, it'd be pretty bad and not good. But normally that doesn't happen. So that's the fun of traveling. As I said, check out our Facebook group. Chat. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Don't forget our Travel Fun Adventure website. Thank you for listening. Please do us a favor. You're listening to the show, you like it? Please go on, go to your favorite, you know, server that you listen to these shows on, and be sure to give us a good rating so we can reach more pat more people that would like to hear this information. Thank you, and have a fantastic.